Good evening, everybody. How are you? I'm not doing so well. I'm a little peeved. I'm pissed off, actually, tonight. And it's not because Terry McAuliffe lost his governor's race against Glenn Youngkin. It's because of the reasons it happened. Now, let me first start. If you notice, I didn't have any intro music and... I usually have intro music, and I'm sure a lot of you don't even really care about this, but I feel like I want to explain why. I got a brand new computer. My other computer will not turn on, and that's where I had my intro music in my other computer, and I don't know where to find... You know what? I should have just gotten new intro music, and maybe I'll start over. Nah, you know what? I'm already rolling. It doesn't matter. We'll get intro music on the next show. I hope you guys don't listen to the show because of the intro music. But anyway, I actually was going to do a podcast. I've been doing them periodically now, obviously. And I was going to do one, and I'm still going to talk about it tonight. And it was really the main subjects were going to be about this cancel culture. I wanted to touch on the Dave Chappelle situation and this Let's Go Brandon chant that the MAGA crowd seems to think is the greatest thing that they have ever come up with. But we're going to start, obviously, because this is the day after there was a big election in Virginia that is supposed to be a referendum on the Biden administration. So I've got so many thoughts on this, but I'm really irritated and I'm really angry. And I'm going to do my best not to curse tonight because when I get mad and when I get angry, I'm sure like a lot of you, you just want to blurt out some curse words. So you may hear some. You've heard them on the show before, but I'm going to do everything I can not to. I'm going to keep my composure. So here's what's really irritating me and pissing me off. I'm really starting and this is this should be the biggest wake up call to democrats that you could possibly have if you do not start straightening out the way you go about your business not only are you going to lose in 2022 you are going to lose in 2024 let me explain to you what losing you guys already know it but i'm just going to say it just so we're all on the same page Losing in 2022 and losing in 2024, losing the House, losing the Senate, and losing the presidency back to that orange fucking moron is going to mean that we are going to be living in a country where elections will be stolen, that Roe versus Wade could definitely be overturned, and every measure we have taken on climate change will be reversed. And that is just a a few things. But it is going to be a nightmare if the Republicans take over the House, the Senate, and the presidency. And as of this recording, this second right now, I feel like the Republicans are on pace to do all three. Now, don't panic. Because we've got plenty of time to right this ship. But here is how the Democrats need to do it. First of all, we've been saying this for way too long now. It's time to stop fucking playing so nice 
with these assholes. These guys are ruthless and brutal. We are in a war and we are bringing knives to a nuclear war fight, basically. But the biggest problem as I see it is the Democrats continue to allow the Republican conservative media and the Republican congressmen and women dictate every narrative about what goes on in this country and what a Democrat looks like. And if you were to ask the average person on the street who kind of doesn't follow politics, they kind of do, they kind of don't, and you say, explain to me what you think a Democrat is, they're going to say they're socialists, that they hate police officers, that they don't love our country. They're going to say all kinds of crazy shit like this. So the fact that you continue to allow them to pursue this narrative and say nothing about it, do nothing about it, is destroying your party. Do you know how many people I talk to and they say, well, the reason why I want Donald Trump back is is he doesn't like open borders. He doesn't like open borders. And do you know what that means to them? To them, that means that if you're a Democrat, we just say, hey, I don't care if you're a drug addict or if you're here to sell drugs or you're here to rape women or you're here to kill anybody. We're America. Come on in. Just don't kill or rape anybody. It's going to make me look bad. <laughs> nah, just do whatever you got to do. And by the way, when you come in here, we're going to set you up in $200,000, $300,000 homes and give you jobs. That's what they, I mean, literally, that's what they think. Well, I don't want to become Venezuela. What? What does that even mean? What do you mean you don't want to become Venezuela? Well, the Democrats want to take all my money and they just want to give it to people who don't work. Hmm. That's what you think when you hear Democrat. Yep. Why do you think that? Well, because I saw it on Facebook. My friends send me memes all the time that basically say, don't vote for Democrats or you're going to get raped by a Mexican. And they're going to allow it because they like open borders and they like socialism and they're going to take my money, take my job and give it to somebody who doesn't even speak English. I also don't like Democrats because they hate the flag. And they like disrespecting the flag and they think it's okay to do that. Guys, why do you let them continue to think this way? Yes, there is a very powerful conservative media and there are a lot of conservatives, Republicans, whatever the hell you want to call them now, in Congress, in politics, whatever it is, that go along with the program. They are a well-oiled machine. They are all on the same page in the public. If they're going to argue, they're going to argue behind closed doors. But in public, they the bullet points that they receive every single day, they stick to the script. Meanwhile, Democrats continue to say, you know, just keep moving forward and talk to the American people and they're going to wind up doing the right thing and they're not going to do the right thing. The American people are politically stupid. I'm sorry to say that, but they just are. Most people aren't in tune with politics in this country. They're in tune with it from the peripheral at some points. They're in tune with it when it's fashionable to be in tune with it, like when there's a presidential election, and maybe even somewhat during the midterms. 
But for the most part, most people shape their political views based on what they see their friends post on social media. That's just a fact. Or based on what they do, what they watch on cable news television. And that goes for all of them. But I've said once, I'll say it a million times, Fox News and CNN are not the same thing. CNN is sensationalist. CNN is kind of corny. You know, CNN is... Ah, CNN is CNN. But Fox News, they are state TV for whoever the Republican is. And at this point now, since we are in the Trumpism era of Fox TV, I mean, there are outlets now that make Fox TV look like PBS. You're talking Newsmax. You're talking OAN. You're talking about all the podcasters out there that people listen to. And that's the other thing is that they shape their entire messaging around emotion. They don't, it's never on policy. They're never talking about Republican policy ever. It's always about emotion. It's always about these corny, fake cancel war or culture wars and all these ridiculous things that they know will gin up the anger of these people, and now they're thinking, well, this is not the country I want to live in. I don't want Mr. Potato Head to be gay or a transgender or whatever the hell they think Mr. Potato Head is now. But they've got to control the narrative. They've got to stop this bullshit. And if you listen to any kind of conservative media or you listen to these Congress people, they tell constant lies. Why are we not firing back at these lies? Not just every once in a while to where you go, they say this and that's just not true. Every single day, ad nauseum, they need to attack, attack, attack every single lie. They need to call out the people in Congress and in the media and say, hey, you just said this on your show. Have me on your show and let's talk about it. Let's talk about how you're directly lying and watch how they do not and even say it. Say, watch, they won't invite me on their show because they know they're lying to you and they can't get out of the lie. We will be prepared for whatever it is they have to say. They will not be prepared. They'll only tell you the things that they know you're going to buy and it's going to affect your vote. You're going to get so emotionally caught up in what they're saying because there is nobody coming back to tell them you're not telling the truth. And they won't have anybody on their shows. Do you notice CNN will have Republicans on, meet the press. I mean, all these different kinds of shows are going to have Republicans and Democrats on. But are you going to find that on Fox News? Every once in a while, I think I've seen Mayor Pete on there, but on the batshit crazy networks, they're never going to invite any of those guests. And my guess is a lot of those Democrats won't go on their shows, but they should. They should go on there and call out their lies and in their face call them out. Don't be nice. Don't be polite. I'm tired of nice. I'm tired of polite. You can be calm. You can be cool. And you can get your point across. But this idea now that we're just going to continue to let them 
just rail over everything that you are working for, everything that you're trying to get voters go out to do to vote for you. They just shit on it and you let them. It's time to start hiring some smart asses to go up against these dumbasses. And when I say smart asses, I'm talking take no shit Democrats. It seems to me the only take no shit Democrats seem to be like the comedians and people who are not in politics. But the ones in politics right now, if you guys keep thinking this is the 90s or the 80s or whatever it is you think it is, we're in big, 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 big trouble. Big trouble. Because those other guys, they figured out the formula and it is working. If if there was, you ever seen the movie Liar Liar where the kid basically says, has a, has a wish, Jim Carrey's kid. And says, I wish that my dad can't tell a lie for 24 hours. If you had a wish and said, I wish that uh, Republicans couldn't tell a lie for whatever, a year, two years, a year or two years. Let's make it one year. If they couldn't tell one lie for one year, Democrats would win every single election, every single one. There's absolutely no question in my mind. Just think about it. We win pretty much every popular vote for every election for the last, what, I think seven out of the last eight or eight out of the last nine, it's one of the two, they have won the popular vote in every single election just because there are more registered Democrats than there are Republicans. Republicans are the minority party, but the minority party always seems to be in control. How is that possible? It's possible because they've come up with a formula that is so golden. It works. It works. And you've got to combat this. doesn't mean you go out and lie now, but you call out every one of these lies every day. Get on board. Get on the same page with each other. I swear, I remember seeing one political ad. I was actually in Nevada, in Las Vegas, and there was an ad on that basically said that Democrats want to come after your retirement money. Well, it took me, because I was curious, I was like, well, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. It took me literally two minutes to learn that what they were talking about had something to do with uh, retirement money for people over, I think it was a million dollars. If you made over a million dollars, it had something to do with their retirement money and that it would only affect 3,600 total Americans. But this was for a local race in Nevada. So this ad makes it look like that the Democrats are coming after the retirement money of everybody that lives in the state of Nevada. And these are the tactics that they use. Now, am I saying the Democrats don't use these kind of... I don't really think they do. I don't think they use these tactics. Now, they may use language that may make it look like something. So they both possibly do that. But you know what? Be honest. Just be honest with everything and you're going to win. You be honest and then you call out their lies every single time. You will win. And get people who are tougher, who get up at that microphone and do not put up with bullshit. When they say the election's stolen, you get up and go, nope, 
You said the election stolen. Let you and I talk about it right now. How is the election stolen? You go over every single point with them and you call them out. Do it constantly. Another place where they screwed up. When I talk about calling out these lies and continuing to let... I've even heard like democratic podcasts or shows and they're like talking about Joe Biden's approval rating and they're like, why is it so low and we can't figure it out, blah, blah, blah. It's so low because they allowed the narrative that Joe Biden is responsible for the gas prices in this country. He is not that Joe Biden is responsible for inflation. Inflation started during the Trump administration, not during the Biden administration. He's not responsible for the inflation that's happening in this country. And they're also blaming him from the pandemic, that the pandemic isn't over. And it's not his fault. But these are three main things. And they're like, well, the Joe Biden presidency right now is not looking so good because gas prices are high. Oh, what's the other one? The um, supply chain shortage. Well, we're not going to have a Christmas thanks to the Joe Biden presidency. You fucking idiots. Why are you not saying we have nothing to do with the supply chain problem? I mean, this is just so ridiculous. How did they let it get all the way up to this uh, governor's race in Virginia without calling out any of this stuff? Presidents don't control the fucking gas prices. I've had this argument for, I can't tell you how long. And do you know what? When you talk to somebody and some fucking idiot says to you, well, he shut down the Keystone Pipeline, you can just calmly explain to them. I'm going to try to calmly explain this. The Keystone Pipeline was about 8% done when Joe Biden shut it down. 8%. Now, this pipeline was going to take approximately another two years to finish, maybe more. So that being said, gas prices are not affected like the stock market is. You don't look at gas prices and go, well, they shut down the Keystone Pipeline. Gas would have been better for us two years from now, which by the way, that's not necessarily true either. And that's not been proven out, but forget about that. The fact is, is that the gas prices aren't affected by something that would or would or could have affected gas prices in the future. It's not the stock market. The stock market is affected by things that could happen in the future. And by the way, if you're using the stupid logic that the uh, gas prices are Joe Biden's fault based on the fact that he shut down the Keystone Pipeline that hasn't even been finished yet, then I guess he gets credit for the stock market closing at the highest it's ever closed the other day, over 36000 which, by the way, presidents really don't control the stock market either. But again, you got to use that logic that Joe Biden is responsible for the... See, this is... This is the stuff that just drives me insane. And I'm waking up a little bit more. What used to drive me insane is that the Republicans always used to say this shit and people would believe it. Now I'm getting irritated by the fact that Republicans continue to say this shit. People continue to believe it, but the Democrats don't counter it. They don't say anything. How could you possibly? They're like, well, this clearly, you know, people are not on board with Joe Biden's agenda, and that's why they voted for Yunkin. No, that's not true. 
If you ask people what's in Joe Biden's agenda, first of all, a lot of people don't even know when it comes to these infrastructure bills. They don't know what's in it. But if you ask them about the things that were supposed to be in it, but they cut it because of these idiots, Joe Manson and Kristen Sinema, which I don't even feel like talking about them because I'll really lose my shit. But if you ask people... Do you think this is a good idea for America? Pretty much everything in the bill, the majority of people, including Republicans, will say yes. So it's not a referendum on his agenda. It's not because of gas prices. It's not because of the supply chain issue. It's not because of inflation. It's because Democrats didn't fight hard enough, and they usually don't. Hillary Clinton should be our fucking president right now. This is insanity, what's going on. And it's making me crazy. It's making me nuts. How do you guys feel? Can you hear that in the background? That's my dog snoring. Can you? Steffi. All right, listen. Oh, my gosh. Do I have the energy to continue on with this? I, all right. So I want to also talk about this other narrative that goes on in this country that, again, we're allowing to happen. It's this cancel culture narrative, which I'm about fucking over, to be honest with you. I am done hearing about cancel culture because cancel culture is not a real thing. Oh, what are you talking about? People are trying to get canceled all the time. What'd you just say? They're, people are trying to cancel people all the time. Say that again. They're trying to cancel people. Trying. They're trying to cancel people. But are people really getting canceled? The only canceled people I can think of are Colin Kaepernick and maybe Kathy Griffin was canceled. They were canceled. And I don't think the liberals or the Democrats canceled Colin Kaepernick or Kathy Griffin because she held up a picture of Donald Trump's severed head, which at the time I said was stupid, which it was. It was not a smart thing to do. But for her to have her entire career taken away, I think is ridiculous. But cancel culture, here's why I say cancel culture is not a real thing, because I, I have to compare it to other cultures. And there's something called rape culture. So rape culture basically is an uh, idea that, for the most part, guys can get away with sexually assaulting women and basically have it Put in a way where it's shoved under the rug or, you know, you kind of hide it or you get the woman not to say anything. But it happens so often and that the women are so shamed to come forward that it is become acceptable in a way. So that's what rape culture is. It happens a lot on college campuses and college campuses like to shove that under the rug. Oh, you were sexually assaulted on our campus? Well, we can't have parents here that women here are being sexually assaulted because they won't send their daughters here and we won't make our money. So let's kind of shove that under the rug. And, uh, you know, are you sure? You know, that kind of stuff. So that's what rape culture is. Now, if what was really happening was guys attempting to rape women and they didn't they weren't successful we might call that attempted rape culture so if you want to call it attempted cancel culture you can but nobody's ever really canceled i mean seriously and you know 
I think people get this a little mixed up too. If you don't know who John Gruden is, John Gruden was the head coach of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I think I talked about him on the last show. Well, John Gruden, long story short, was sending all kinds of misogynistic, racist, homophobic emails, and he lost his job. Guess what? He wasn't canceled because of that. That's not cancel culture because a guy who's supposed to be leading men of color, women of color, maybe gay people in the organization, he got fired for demeaning and saying bad things about those people. So he was fired, not canceled, like some people wanted to try to say he was. Now, One that was a little bit more complex was the Dave Chappelle thing. Dave Chappelle, oh, they're canceling Dave Chappelle. Are they? I don't think Dave Chappelle's been canceled. Where has he been canceled? I guarantee you, if Dave Chappelle calls pretty much any venue in this country and says, I want to perform there, he's getting the gig. I'll say one thing about Dave Chappelle. I think he's one of the most brilliant comedians I've heard. He's one of the maybe top 10 greatest comedians and when I say top 10, I don't mean he could be 10, 9, 8. I'm just saying there are 10 comedians and he could be in that 10 of one of the greatest of all time. I watched his special and I obviously knew there was a big controversy about what he said about transgender people. My whole take on the thing is as much as I love Dave Chappelle and I think he's brilliant, I think he's very funny, and I personally don't think that he meant anything harmful to transgender people during that special. But my whole take is, Dave, I mean, are we really doing 30 minutes on a group of people that represent maybe 1% to 2% of this country? And when we do say things that are could be described as demeaning or hurtful to such a small group of people. Yeah, I think most people can listen to it and say, Dave's just joking. It's all just fun. It's all just jokes. But there could be a few people out there who already have these hateful, angry feelings, and they love Dave Chappelle. Now, Dave Chappelle is not responsible, certainly, for anybody that may take any wrong action or anything like that on transgender people. I'm just saying, you know, to take 30 minutes or so to talk about such a a group of people that have such a low percentage of representation, it almost feels like a cheap shot and it almost feels a little lazy in a way. But that's just my opinion. Believe me, Dave Chappelle doesn't need to hear what Brian Rundle has to say. He never will. I understand that. Um, you know, on my opinion on his special, that's just my take on the whole thing. But to go back to say Dave Chappelle was canceled, no, he's about as far from canceled as you can possibly get. And for us to continue to get roped into these stupid conversations, Oh my God, the liberals always want to cancel people. They do? Well, why is it always the liberals you're talking about? I already named two people, Kathy Griffin, Colin Kaepernick. The liberals had nothing to do with canceling them. The liberals are not the only ones that want to cancel things. But again, as, as I said earlier in the show, if you ask somebody, what's a Democrat or a liberal? Oh, they always want to cancel people. Oh, really? 
Okay, well, did they cancel Colin Kaepernick? Did they cancel Kathy Griffin? Um, Do they want to ban books from libraries because it might have some sort of sexual language in it or something like that? So this idea that this is just a liberal thing that's taking over America, liberals all over the place are wanting to cancel everything, is just not true. It's just so overhyped. Again, if you want to call it attempted cancel culture, you can. But nobody seems to be winning in their quest to cancel anybody. So please, stop with this cancel culture bullshit. Because we now get wrapped up in these culture wars like Mr. Potato Head and Dr. Seuss and now Dave Chappelle and all these other stupid things that mean nothing. And then we get distracted the same way they're distracting their voters with that bullshit. And that's why they don't want Democrats or liberals to be elected into office. They're scared. They've been scared shitless by the conservative media. And it, I am telling you, it's the greatest war machine in American politics, and we have nothing to combat it, nothing, other than we're the Democrats, we're just going to do the right thing. And, you know, I think I've mentioned on this show before, if I, could, if, I re- if I could pick anybody right now to run for president, it'd be Michelle Obama. She would never do it. And I love her to death, and I would vote for her. I would campaign for, I would do anything to make sure she was president. But her famous line is when they go low, we go high. It's time to stop going high. It's time to get low. It's time to get dirty. And it's time to start firing back at these fuckheads because they are dominating the message and we aren't getting ours across. Again, if there was no lying at all in politics, Democrats would win everything. Every, every time, without fail, not even close. Oh, my God. Well, I've done 30 minutes. All right, I'm going to go a few more minutes because I want to talk about these Let's Go Brandon morons. So Let's Go Brandon is apparently, and it took me a little while to figure out really what it was. I kept seeing it here, there, and apparently it is the biggest thing in the MAGA world right now. They think they have landed on possibly the greatest chant and innuendo that this country has ever seen. I mean, they're making songs about it. They're dancing. They're hashtagging it. They're sending their liberal friends, let's go Brandon memes. I mean, it is just the greatest thing in the world for these dumbasses. Again, it took me a while, and when they were sending it to me, I I even asked them, I said, I don't know, is this one of these MAGA things you guys see online with each other and joke about that nobody else in the country gives a shit about? And then finally, I realized, if you don't know the story, you probably do by now, there's a NASCAR driver named Brandon something, I don't know, and he won a race, and they were interviewing him after the race, and... In the background, you're hearing something also that has been uh, another fan favorite of the MAGA world, and you generally will see it at NASCAR events. You're going to see it at sporting events where people are drunk and people are moronic, and 
they have no class and they don't know how to react normally in public. But they'll be chanting out, fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. That's what they do. And it's the greatest thing. They think it's so funny. So the announcer was interviewing this Brandon character. And in the background, you can hear the fuck Joe Biden chants. Well, she turns around and goes, oh, Brandon, they're all chanting for you. Let's go, Brandon. So now let's go, Brandon has become sort of a metaphor or a, a innuendo, whatever it is you want to call it for fuck Joe Biden. So now, I mean, even politician, this idiot governor of ours uh, today, as a matter of fact, referred to Joe Biden's administration as the Brandon administration because he's got to get in on this. It's so funny. There was just a report the other day that a Southwest Airlines pilot landed the plane and said, let's go Brandon. I mean, this is where we are in society now. Uh, who's that other uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene apparently hung up a poster of a Southwest airline uh, airplane or whatever and underneath it it said let's go Brandon this is being celebrated not just by a bunch of drunk hillbillies in Tuscaloosa Alabama but also by people who are elected officials in our Congress and this is what we're dealing with Let's Go Brandon is sweeping the nation with a bunch of fucking derelicts. And guess what? We're sitting back and just going, we trust the American people will do the right thing. Well, stop being so fucking trusting because they're not going to do the right thing. They're going to do wherever their emotions take them. There are more registered Democrats in this country than any other party, but we lose elections. There are independents in this country that get caught up in this emotion and they're just like the Republicans or some of the Democrats or whatever it is, they're voting on emotion. They're voting on whatever memes they read. They're voting on whatever headlines are posted on Facebook and very little people do actual research. And when I say research, that doesn't mean turn on CNN or Fox News for two, three, four hours. That's not research. Research is when you see a meme that says, thanks, Joe Biden, and it has a picture of the uh, gas tanks. Just simply type in maybe Google. And don't take the first article, by the way. Take a few of them, type it in and say, is Joe Biden responsible for the gas prices? Find out what your source is. Read the article. Maybe read another one. Find out who the author is. I've done that. I've looked at some of these articles, and I also want to see who's writing it because some of the articles are opinion articles. Some of them are just articles stating facts. So you got to do a little bit of extra research just to make sure that when you have a conversation with somebody, you know exactly what you're talking about. And I try to do that with anybody that I'm talking about out there. And, you know, we're not supposed to talk politics. We're not supposed to, But you know what? It might be more important nowadays to at least try to get through to a few people here and there about just the misinformation that continues to happen in this country. And it's only going to get worse before it gets better. And if it gets worse, this country is in for a very, very, very rude awakening. It's going to be in a very horrible state. And I hate ending the show that way. So is there anything positive? 
that I can say. My Miami Hurricanes won two games in a row. That's kind of positive. I can say to those idiots who chant, let's go Brandon, that Brandon actually won. Oh, you know what? Let's close the show with this. This is actually pretty funny. It's sad, pathetic, scary, but it is funny. Did you guys hear about the couple hundred people that went to Dallas, Texas on Monday because they were convinced, these are these QAnon idiots, they're convinced that Donald Trump's 2024 running mate was going to show up that day and announce that he was going to be on the ticket with Donald Trump. Have you heard the story of who it was? It was John F. Kennedy Jr. who died in a plane crash some 20 plus years ago. People literally went there anticipating John F. Kennedy Jr. to show up to announce that he was going to be the running mate of Donald Trump in 2024. And the more I'm saying this out loud, that's not a good way to end the show. That's fucking scary. These are people. These are the people. These are grown adults. These are people who send their kids to school. These are people who have kids. Holy shit. Could you imagine? I am so thankful that my brain can't register such ridiculousness and and something so pathetic as Let's Go Brandon and JFK Jr. I'm so thankful. But, you know, it might almost be better to live in that world because you really don't know what's going on. You might be really happy in that world. Holy Jesus. All right. Well, I got nothing positive to end on then. I'm just going to end it now without any accent music. Maybe... I'll find some <clears throat> some new music. But anyway, as always, thank you guys for listening. If you have any comments or questions, you can email me at runshousepodcast at gmail.com. You can also please, if you would, subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you can. Share it with your friends and family if you did enjoy the show and tune in to the next one. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk again soon.